0: Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you.
1: The song says, Great is thy faithfulness, O oh God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, your hands have provided. Great is your faithfulness Lord unto me. And those words are so true, so appropriate, so accurate for how God deals with us on a day-to-day basis. And from time to time, God will remind us through the kindness of his mercy and grace of just how much he has provided for us, of just how precisely he has gone into our tomorrow and made provision for everything. Thing that we have need of before we arrive there. God has already done what we have need of Sometimes we get so bogged down in the The circumstances of our issues and we get so bogged down in the cares of our life that we forget to take the God view of things that we begin to walk in the flesh and forget that we are spiritual beings in a fleshly body. But we should be walking by faith in the spirit of God. And when you walk by faith in the spirit of God, you begin to have the God view of things you begin to see as God sees, you've got to behold hold the word of God in your life, decree it and declare it and believe it and watch it come to pass in your life. But when all you are doing is looking at your dilemma and rehearsing your troubles and going through your afflictions and concentrating on what you don't have, it's very difficult to then see it through the eyes of faith, the way that God sees it. But what God reminded us during prayer, that if only we knew, that he has already taken care of us provided for us made a way for us he has already done everything that we need we just have not realized it yet you don't know what the rest of today will hold but God already knows and he has already made provision for your day he keeps us from dangers seen and unseen he takes care of everything that pertains to us In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. The Bible says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Bible is letting us know that God will go before you and he's going to do things that you have not seen before, things that are unusual to the natural man, things that may not even make sense to your ability to reason and, and to your ability to calculate and analyze, he's going to make a way in the wilderness. When you think of the wilderness, it is one of those places of desolation and one of those places of lack and one of those places where you're going to be longing and in need one of the places where there's not much provision. It's kind of barren. But he says, I will make a way in the wilderness. When there appears to be no obvious way before you, when there appears to be no obvious way out of your dilemma, when there appears to be no obvious answer for your circumstance, no obvious solution for your crisis, I will make a way in the wilderness. I will do a new thing. To Typically, in this circumstance, this is what's supposed to happen. Typically, when people have your kind of issues, this is what's supposed to happen. But I'm going to do a new thing. I know what it should be. I know what the natural mind tells you it's going to be. I know what the naysayers have told you it will be. I know what the doubters are trying to get you to believe. But I'm going to do a new thing. It's never been done before. A new thing means it's not been done before. You've never seen it. I'm going to do a new thing for you you. If in your circumstance people normally die with your disease, I'll do a new thing and I'll heal you and you shall live and not die. If in your circumstance people normally lose their house because they have lost their job, I will do a new thing and I will give you favor with the creditors. I will do a new thing for you. Don't look at the way that it has happened before. Don't look to the history of the way it happened in the lives of others because I plan on doing something completely out of the ordinary I plan on blowing your mind and doing something unusual I am God and that is my name and I don't change and I can do anything but fail God will do a new thing he will make a way in the wilderness and it doesn't stop there he said "And rivers in the Desert. Now, you know, when you're thinking of a desert, it certainly is dry. It certainly is barren. It is lacking of water. It is lacking of substance. It is lacking of things that are needed. It is a time when you think that you're going to be suffering and enduring hardship because a desert is everything you don't want to have to endure. It is so uh, difficult when you think you're in a desert place. But He says, I going to do something different in your desert it's not going to be like the desert of others most people go through the desert they suffer through hunger and thirst they suffer and they are and they are bewildered and they are and they are waiting can't wait to get out but in your desert it's going to be different than that of others in your desert I'm going to do something that people have not previously associated with the desert. I'm going to cause rivers to flow in your desert. Well, the truth is, if rivers were flowing, it wouldn't be a desert. But that's the way God works don't you sell God short don't you discount the power of God don't you belittle the provision of God he's going to do something in your life that has never been done before just because it hasn't been done doesn't mean he can't start with you behold I will do a new thing in your life God will take care of you if you get nothing else out of this recording this morning would you remind yourself, deposited in your spirit, rehearse it all day long that God will take care of me and everything I have need of, he has already provided. Great is the faithfulness of God unto me. If you look in First kings chapter 17, where Elijah the prophet is going through one of the greatest dilemmas and tests of his life. He is being instructed of God of what he needs to do, how he needs to conduct himself, where he needs to go. In first Kings chapter 17, God begins to speak to Elijah the prophet. He is serving during the time of King Ahab. Of all the kings that ruled Israel and Judah Ahab was the absolute worst. His wife was Jezebel. They both were evil. They both were wicked. But and that is the time that Elijah served. Just like you and I, it seems like it couldn't get any worse. Things couldn't be worse than they are today. And God tells Elijah, beginning in verse 2, out of the message Bible. He says, get out of here and fast. Head east and hide out in Kareth Ravine on the other side of the Jordan River. You can drink fresh water from the brook. I've ordered the ravens to feed you. Elijah obeyed God's orders. He went and camped out in the Kareth Canyon on the other side of the Jordan. And sure enough, ravens brought him his meals, both breakfast and supper. And he drank from the brook now listen It should have been in Elijah's time as a man and a prophet of God, it should have been that he was suffering at the hand of the wicked king because he was a man of God. That's what it should have been. It should have been that his life was in jeopardy and maybe he would have even lost his life if God wouldn't have stepped in and made provision because the wicked king did not like the prophets of God because they did not speak favorably in his life. That's what it should have been but that is not what it was and they were also suffering during a time of a drought because that was the word that God put in Elijah's mouth that he would send a drought in the land now listen if the drought and the famine is in your land the only way you're going to be exempt from it is if God makes a way of provision for you so with Elijah God told him listen prophesy about the drought in the land it's punishment for their sin and Elijah prophesies and then God says but I will take care of you and he gives him explicit instructions get out of here I want you to go eastward I want you to hide in the brook of Cherith it's beside the Jordan River and when you are there I will provide drink and of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you. They're going to come with breakfast, and they're going to come with dinner. But you've got to be where I told you, and do what I commanded you. You've got to follow the instruction and the direction that I give you. When you will walk upright before me, when you will be obedient to what I have told you to do, there is no good thing that I will withhold from you. Philippians four nineteen says it like this. God will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. In Christ Jesus, God does not have a lack, but you have to be where he has told you to be, that he might provide for you what you have need of. Listen, he says the birds of the air, they don't sow, nor do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet God makes sure that every one of them has to eat Every single day, he provides for you. He takes care of you. He leads and guides you if you will be obedient to what he has said. So, God tells Elijah where to go, how to get there, and then what to do once he's there. And he provides for the man of God plenty of water to drink during the drought and plenty of food to eat during the famine. He will provide for you. I want you to know that there is nothing God will withhold from you if you walk upright right before him. Listen, it is a difficult thing to be given water during a drought to find, but that is what he said in Isaiah that I will cause rivers to flow in the desert when there is no apparent source of water, no apparent place for the river to start, for the river to flow. I will cause it to spring forth in the desert in the most unlikely places because you have done what I have told Told you to do, and you have pleased me. If you will please me and walk up right before me, I will do for you all that you need. I will do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask, think, or even imagine because I am the Lord God and there is nothing too hard for me. So Elijah during a famine has everything he needs to sustain his livelihood. There is water to drink and food to eat, but he has to be in the place where God has told him. And I believe that maybe the dilemma some of us are confronting fronted with you're wondering where is the blessing where is the answer where are the rivers where is the food during the drought where is the, where is the provision you have to make sure you are where God told you to be if you are if Elijah had not been exactly where God told him to be the waters would still have been there the ravens would still have brought food but he would not have received it because he would have been out of place so ask yourself today am I where I am supposed to be am I where God told me to be did I follow the instruction of God or did I do what was right in my own sight did I listen to the instruction of God and think well that's silly no one would do that why would I go there that doesn't make sense I'm not going to do that or did I say nevertheless at thy word I will do what you command me you remember the disciples had been fishing all day long long and they come in having caught nothing and Jesus tells them go back and cast your net on the right side of the ship and they even tell him Lord we've been fishing all night long there are no fish in this water we are fishermen by trade and we know about fishing and we can tell you there are no fish in this water he said but cast your net on the right side of the ship they said nevertheless we will do what you told us to do and when they proceed To go out and they believe it's useless because they've already been on the right side, the left side, and every other side, and they cast their net. The Bible says they can barely take their net up because of the great number of fish that they catch. They were astounded, amazed. They were flabbergasted that what he said was true. Listen, there were no fish on the right side when they were fishing. There were no fish on the left side in the front or in the back when they were fishing. But when the word came out of the mouth of Jesus, it became came even as he spoke it. He spoke it into existence. He commanded just by saying it, he commanded the fish to gather on the right side of the ship that there might be exceeding abundantly more than they could ask, think, or even imagine. It might be true that what you have tried didn't work, and so why would you try it again? You wouldn't try it again unless God told you to. It doesn't make sense to the natural mind, except God has given you command. Do what he tells you. As Mary, the mother of Jesus, told the disciples, whatever he tells you, do it. When you do what he told you to do, you will be met with the supernatural intervention of God and what you expected what you knew to be true changes because it's mixed with the power of the word of God he calls those things into being that were not just by the power of his spoken word so I want you to know no matter what you are going through be encouraged be not dismayed whatever be tied God will take care of you beneath his wings of love abide God will take care of you. Be
2: not be not dismayed.
1: to know and get in our spirit that it is me he will take care of. I know you have have listened to me talk about Elijah. You have listened to the scriptures from Isaiah. You have watched him do it for others, but what you need to get in your spirit is that he will take care of me. Make this thing personal. He loves me. His affection is upon me just like he did for them. He will do for me. God is no respecter of persons. If I walk up right before him, he will do it for me. In due Deuteronomy 29 he tells Israel he said I led you 40 years in the wilderness your clothes have not worn out on you and your sandals have not worn out on your foot listen he will do the unusual the unlikely the unexpected the improbable the impossible 40 long years their clothes didn't wear out their shoes didn't wear down for 40 years he kept their clothes fresh and their shoes good for 40 years it was unusual, it was unlikely, it was improbable, but he did for them what they could not do for themselves. When you will obey the voice of God, his super meets your natural, and he intervenes in your life and your dilemma, and he works things out for you in a way that no other power on earth could do. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. He bestows favor and honor, and no good thing will he with hold from them who walk up right before him that is in psalms 84 read it digest it deposited it in your spirit remind yourself of it and then psalms 34 10 says the young lions suffer want and hunger but those who seek the lord lacks no good thing seek the lord with all of your heart call upon him, long for him, make him your thirst, make him your desire and watch God do for you everything that you need him to do. His divine power has granted to us Everything pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence. God will take care of you. He will do for you what no other power on earth can do. He will make a way in the wilderness and cause rivers to spring forth in desert places. Now, Elijah, he didn't just have to, he wasn't just tempted and tried and proven God in that circumstance, but then eventually the Bible says that God told Elijah, you need to get up from where I told you to go. You need to get up from where I'm providing for you, and you need to go to another place. The Bible says eventually the brook dried up because of the drought, and God spoke to Elijah again. He said, get up and go to Zarephath in Sidon and live there, and I've instructed a woman who lives there, a widow, to feed you. You can't just go by what you heard, but you have to stay in connection with God and go by what he is saying, not just by what he said but what is he saying he said to Elijah go over there by the brook sheriff and I will take care of you and Elijah did and God took care of them but then he said further now get up from here and go to Zarephath so you have to hear the voice of God as he continues to speak lead and guide you and be obedient to him if Elijah had stayed by the brook of sheriff his water and food would have eventually dried up because the Bible says the brook dried up and the raven stopped coming because God's time for him in that place in his life had been accomplished. And now you have to move to the next place where God commands you. And he had a widow woman ready to provide for Elijah. When Elijah got there, he didn't have to barter and beg. God had already spoken to the widow woman's heart. He had already instructed and that is what we need to understand. He provides for you in advance of the need that you have. He goes into your tomorrow and makes provision for all that you need. I want you to know without shadow of doubt, without any waffling or wavering that God will take care of you. If only you knew the power of God that goes into your future, provides for your needs and takes care of all that pertains to you, you would fall down on your face and worship him as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Dear God, we thank you that you have made us aware that You are the greatest power on earth and there is no good thing you will withhold from us if we walk upright before you and are obedient to your instruction. Forgive us for doubting and fearing and disobeying your command. Help us today to get it right with you that we might be in the right place where the clouds of heaven will pour out the blessings from on high, that we would be recipients of the miracles of God. Would you intervene in our dilemma, make ways for us, dear God, and show us what you would have us to do. We thank you and we praise you and we glorify you. I pray that the needs be met, Father, in abundance. For all those who are listening Even to this broadcast Do exceeding abundantly above all That we could ask, think, or even imagine In the glorious, blessed, magnificent, marvelous name Of the only wise God, our Savior We lift this prayer to the God of all provision The God of who is faithful The God who is wise The God who is just And the God who has promised To take care of me In Jesus'
2: name, Amen
1: Are you tired of limited options? Tired of driving 40 miles to find party rentals and supplies? You need to consider Tracy's Touch Weddings and Events. It's a locally owned rental supply company that is eager to serve you. They're located at 195 East Leffels Lane in Springfield, Ohio. They offer convenient access to Interstate 70. Tracy's Touch is a unique company that offers a variety of services, everything from event and wedding planning to rental supplies to staging your event for you. They also offer tuxedo rentals as well as their very own venue. Why not host your next event at the Dos Palamos Banquet Facility and Meeting Place? For more information, visit their website, www.tracystouch.com or give them a call, 937-346-4420, 937-346-4420. And I'm sure that you will find everything you need with Tracy's Touch Wedding and Events and Dos Palamos Banquet Facility and Meeting Place.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twila Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdosthelordsay.com Until next time.